So yes, uh, big news, uh, Paxers. Big news number one, uh, F three wide. Uh, not an F three podcast, but if it was, we would talk about this we for would, sure. We would talk about this for sure, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Might as well. Uh, Darkness, uh, my L dog, Dark Helmet. Indeed. Doa. <laughs> wielder. I knew I wasn't going to Wielder of the hashtag Doa Hammer. Bang, bang. Is uh, going to be in New York City next Wednesday through Friday with the F, the Nantan of F3 Nation. Yeah. Slaughter. That's the way it's looking right now. Slaughter. To wait for it, Paxers, to be on America's favorite morning show. Most highest rated. It is, actually. Uh I didn't just make that up. I did, but <laughs> it's convenient when those things collide. Very good. When when my fantasies and the truth collide in a Venn diagram of joy, they will be uh, on. Look, this circle of made up truth and this circle of actual truth have overlapped. So, Good Morning America really is. The, I'm pretty sure it is. They're the, going to be on Good Morning America, Pop yeah, Packs. If you can believe that, that business, I advised uh, Doa L Dog uh, right before. We pushed the big red record And button. I do want to say, for the record, of course, I take every piece of advice you ever get. Yes, right. Continue. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I advised him immediately prior to uh, going hot, going live mm. mm-hmm. here. Just do it live. Just, <laughs> I'll write it myself and do it live. I advised him to wear F3 branded gear. <sighs> Which was a big relief off my yes. mind. One less thing I have to remember God, to do I can't wait now. to watch this. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm so stoked. Uh, I saw today on the Slack machine there's a guy like in South Africa. It's like, yeah, Cape Town. I want to start F3. There was yeah. a guy in Massachusetts, which is about the same. <laughs> it's Massachusetts and South Africa. <laughs> same likelihood. I mean, okay, fair. Yeah. I was like, yeah. we need to get this going in Boston. I'm like, oh, we do, huh? Huh. All who, right. Who knew? You say so. Okay, bro. Yeah. I've got more, uh, I got probably more hopes for the. Cape Town version, but uh, we'll see. Now, now. We'll see. No, that's fair. No, it's my peeps. That's right. My, the the my Massachusetts. From whom I come. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So uh, that's big news. The second piece of big news is more personal to my yeah. erstwhile podcast, pod, packs partner, podcasting partner. Doa is uh, starting a new job this yeah. Monday, the 10th day of October, year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> Uh, he is no longer going to... Why is that so significant, you ask? He, he's no longer going to be a K-1 employee. He's going to be, for the yeah, first man. time in his life, a W-2. It's, it's my first... Well, not the very first time ever, ever. You know, but like I had much. a McDonald's job, sure. or you know, like a couple entry-level little, you right. know... Right, But uh, You're also the uh, midnight to 2 a.m. disc jockey at Rayford College, uh, W-K-F-R... Radford. Radford yeah. College. Yeah, W-V-R-U. W-V-R-U, the VRU. The VRU. Right. Yeah. So anyway. we used to we had <laughs> <laughs> nowhere to go after that. It's radio so exciting. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only use the edge. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so uh, those are two it's true. I'm entering the lo- uh, the the uh, the life of the gainfully employed. Yep, going to be a regional buyer for Walmart. I understand. Uh, only of lady shoes, but lady yes. shoes and menswear. Yep. Um, nope, he's got a good job. Uh, after a, a careful and diligent search, and uh, yeah, I kind of looked around and and uh, and then. You know, as these things sometimes happen, a current client uh, heard I was open to the idea and said, well, you should come work for us. We really need this. How about you stop making sexual harassment videos and um, for HR and And get over here and actually live it. So he's going to be the vice president in charge of uh, Um, sexual harassment, cultural culture, senior director, senior director of culture. Yeah. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) I don't even know what it is. But it sounds like you. Uh, it's a, it, well, she did say, uh, do me a favor, send me your resume and write yourself a job description and then we'll get this squared away. And uh, because, you know, we now live in virtual times. <laughs> yeah. Although this company is headquartered uh, in Westchester County, New York. It's true. The only thing that my L-Dog has to change is his Zoom background. Exactly. To make it appear as though I were in Westchester County. He ain't going anywhere. Nope. Staying, Staying right, right here. here. Still going to, you know, stay in the Hacienda down in Baxter Village in, in, in Lower McDougal. Indeed. Coming up here to... Uh, Keeping the peasy. Coming up to the peasy. Yeah. No sense in the... Millennial Sierra space. Right. And uh, nothing else is going to change except 9 to 5. He will be part of the Matrix. I will be... It, it, it's more like it's more like when Neo went in the Matrix to get other people out. That's what I like to think of it as. Very good. It's not, <laughs> There's no truth to that, but Very that's good. how I like to think of it. Very good. So you do have a hole in the back of your head. 
Duh. And no belly button. Every LDS person does. Ah, <laughs> we call that F cam. Oh, sorry. All right. On that last F cam note, let yeah. us roll the beautiful bean footage. And, and we're, we're back. back. So good to be back. So good to be back. We're putting the band back together. What would you say you do here? We're on a mission from God. Who is the minivan centurion? He's not simply a husband, father, and a good neighbor, although he is all of those things. He's also the coarse twine that holds the fabric of our community together, fighting to keep us united in the face of those who would split us apart. Most importantly, the minivan centurion is the special trustee of the legacy of liberty, which has been passed through generations of tired and bloody hands from the original men who first founded and then fought to build this nation. The minivan centurion is you. He's me. He's every man who lives third, holds the middle, and seeks to stay in the fight. Um, we, what does it just say you do here? So uh, we have uh, to kind of talk about three chapters of the Zebra Jockey. The latest yeah. drop was is called Heart. But Heart is part of a three-chapter eh, series yes. embedded in the middle of the book, loosely uh, grouped under the concept of dominion. 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 Dominion being, Podpaxers, those few things over which the Lord, the good Lord, gives us sovereignty. Yeah. So yeah. We, we all agree, well, we should all agree because it's the truth, uh, that control is a myth. Is a myth. And there, however, there are some things over which we have been given responsibility slash dominion. Dominion. It's not control per se. Nope. But it is those things for which we can make choices. And note, all three of these things are going to be solely focused on ourselves. Noted. Right. So I do not have dominion over... Doa's uh, style choices. No, I, as much as you wish you did. I wish I did. I mean, big change. <laughs> we would. We would. Although I notice we're dressed exactly the same as we yeah. usually are. <laughs> Actually, no. I no. always wear a golf shirt now. Yeah, that's true. I've noticed you've kind of stepped it up. Well, my law firm had gotten really shabby, and I was probably the main reason why, since I'm the elder. Yeah. But I uh, said so we got to at least wear a collar. So we have what we call the jabroni. The jabroni, which is jeans, okay. uh, sneakers, and a, and a golf shirt. It's some kind of collar okay. shirt. That's okay. called the jabroni. Yep. yep, got it. It's untucked. Okay, good. That's it. That's minimum. So okay. Do that yeah, so, so, what are, the, are there other phases, other stages of uh, of dress? If you add the, a pullover, like I'm wearing like a half zipper, quarter okay. zipper, okay, uh, that's the jabroni plus. Okay, jabroni plus. Mm-hmm. What, what if you were wearing uh, some sort of slack or so, pant instead of jeans? Uh, if you if you Add a button-down shirt okay. to your jeans, okay. and you okay. tuck it in. That's called the jamoke. The jamoke. Got it. Right. right. That's you know, I, I had... Uh, jamoke. I had, I had not coffee with uh, Gitmo. Yeah. Uh, was he wearing the ago. jamoke? He he was wearing the jamoke. Uh, actually, he was... I, that's why I wondered, because he wasn't even wearing jeans. He stepped it up one more than that. He was well, wearing, it, he was wearing it was weird. He had actually gotten a little worse than me, and he was wearing, <laughs> he like, he was wearing like, flip-flops and, and shorts. Flip-flops yeah. and crazy... You know, Yeti uh, hats and stuff. And I was like, it's really so. We agreed to upgrade to the jabroni, and uh-huh. he started wearing, you know, uh, Vineyard Vines button down shirts. I was like, okay, that's all right. When so he, you were at zero, and you went to get straight to, to six, and you went to seven. All right, Jamoke. That's how he rolls. Fine. And now, I mean, so if he's if he's wearing uh, pants, is he like Jamoke Plus? Then I mean, other than jeans, right? Right. No category zero. Slackies? No, Slacks. No, nothing. No category. Oh, okay. Okay. Has no category. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So uh, we got distracted, as we often do. So let me get back Shut to those three areas over which a uh, man has been granted well, sovereignty. Well, it's not by totally the out of the thing, because you do have dominion over what you put on your body. Yeah, okay. Not, not, it was a loose. I was loose. I was trying there. But, Go uh, on. you know, if you uh, work in an office where there is the most minimal of standards, right. then, uh, then no. Myself, uh, as an example. Yeah, uh, the millennials I noticed uh, are still wearing oh, good work pajamas. Yes. Today it was like I was like, dude, 
There's no way for me to discern whether yeah. you're What working. are you wearing? Is this like, a jabroni? I don't know what you're doing. It's not even that. Yeah. You're like a... J- you haven't even made it to brony. I mean, it's not even, you know... Yeah, who not knows? even on the scale. Who knows? But, uh, you know, most millennials, I just try to establish right from the start. I mean, I say, how much Adderall are you on right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to pass a piece of paper across. You just right. write your milligrams on it That's and right. send it back That's this right. way. <laughs> how much uh, very potent marijuana uh, did you smoke last right. night exactly how high were you on how a scale many of zero to ten skinny lattes did you yeah. have before entering the office this morning? exactly right uh how concerned were you with your uh comfort uh labradoodle this morning <laughs> on a scale of zero to ten or your 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 comfort miniature uh horse did you notice when you're coming into the to the to squeezy just now to do this yeah a millennial walked out and he had a comfort dog. With a comfort dog, yeah, I didn't know. So a lot that. of comfort dogs, they put, they don't have collars. They have those, like, uh, the little, like bandanas. The little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. what that means. I don't know. It's probably a some sort of indicator or something. But uh, the real question, of course, being who rescued who? That's right. Who rescued who? That's right. So, and you couldn't, one could maybe make some vague argument that you have dominion over your pet, but that also is not what we are talking about today. No, it is not. It's dominion over yourself. So these three areas, uh, which we call input, Mm -hmm. heart, Mm -hmm. and output. Yes. That's all there is. Input would be the wholesomeness of what you deposit into your body and soul. Yep. And and, and that includes into your brains, right? Yeah. So uh, I break that up into a couple categories. One would be the king. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you you do to your body. Yep. Uh, The queen. You know, what you ingest through your mouth. Yep. Uh, your eyes, you know, what you take Yeah, in. I, I have, uh, so oftentimes, just as a side note, when we're at GTs and I'm doing some training, I, I have often sort of queen plussed and said, you know, queen is, you know, th- the king is daily discipline over the training, physical training of your body, and queen is daily discipline over all things which you intake into your body. Sure. That could be anything you look at, anything you read, anything you think yep. about, it, all those things. So I just food, call that eyes. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, your ears would also Fair. be here. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, yep. I guess there's audio porn you could listen to. Uh, plenty of it. I guess. Never didn't, don't know. I, I don't know if it's true anymore, but I I uh, met at one point a uh, long, long-range trucker, and that was he. that's what he listened to audio as porn. he drove along. Huh? Yep. Well, okay. UBU. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Um, and then I've added a category to this, which Continue. longtime listeners of this and predecessor and closer related po- podcasts will note that I don't believe in it much, but I've kind of been convinced and persuaded to is sleep. Here it is. Talking about sleep. Yep. There, There is something to it. Yep. So um, I've added that as well. So anyway, that's uh, dominion over input, right? Yeah. The wholesomeness of what you deposit into your body and your soul. Yes. Okay. You have dominion over that. Yes. You can make a decision. I, can I know control a certain amount. I know checkpoint that there are exceptions. Like you might be in a prison <laughs> camp and they're not giving you food or something. I, I get that. You, right, you know, but but you're at your mother in law's house and she forces you to eat something you don't want. But that's consequences for things over which you did have dominion prior to being. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah. I'm so it's, you know, so, you know, right. it's not yeah. Right. So don't be one of those guys. Yeah, it's exceptions don't really matter yeah. that much. You know, for the most part, it's you you do have dominion over these things. Yeah. You get to decide whether on the whole. And, you know, and I'm not just porn, but, you know, if you're like, see a young girl and she's wearing sure. her short shorts and you don't sure. look away, you got to you know, pop those eyes away, right? Because yep. you're putting something into your, into your body, in your soul that's not wholesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's not, it's not helpful. Right. That's what I mean. And there are certain things, like you said, that you can't control. But as we move along this continuum right. here and you talk about the other things, there are things about those th- that you can control. Sweetly. And so even if there's one of these things along the way that you don't have as much dominion over because you're, of your circumstance, you always have a choice after you see it or hear it or whatever. Certainly. Now, see. the second area that over which you have dominion is heart. Yes. That's the purity of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Once a thing is intaked, intooken, mm-hmm. it's the what you do with it, right? It's well, the how you actually, it. these are related, but I was going to talk about that lastly. Copy. Uh, initially, we talk about them discreetly in that Thought your the purity of your heart yeah. is separate from your input, the wholesomeness of what you deposit in your body and soul. I know they are related, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but just to ad- address what I'm yes. talking about, so this is a, 
I, I believe a Judeo-Christian concept is that the evil that men do is not externally motivated. It comes from our dark and sinful mm. hearts. Yes, the, the fallen world in which we That's live right. and our fallen nature right. in it. Out of our heart comes evil thoughts. Yeah. Now, yeah. that would make you one say, perhaps listening to this, well, isn't that a contradiction? Because you said you have control, you have dominion, you have dominion. sovereignty over it, yes. right? Yeah. It's almost said the control word, kind of did. Uh, <laughs> I can edit it. <laughs> so it's what happens, these dark thoughts are mm-hmm. going to come out of our dark, sinful Yeah. It's just, right? it's the who we is. Envy, greed, all that, you yep. know. Jealousy. That's right. Yep. Right. All that stuff. Sloth. Gluttony. Lust, sloth. Lust. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're all going to. I bet I could list like seven or so if I thought about it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sloth, lust, anger, pride, uh-huh. envy, yep. greed, mm-hmm. and gluttony. And vanity. I don't think that's one Isn't of the seven of deadly sins. I think that's a sub-sin of pride. Okay, fair. Fair. Continue. Yes. Sloth, lust, anger, pride, envy, greed. Seven deadly sins. According to Wikipedia, which of course we learned. Today, there was a great debate about that. I love that. You can't trust it. You can't trust it. Uh, Let's see here. The seven deadly. You would think Wikipedia would just like list them. Nope. But no, of course it's... uh, why do I have to dig here? I recall them uh, by the ha- ha- handy acronym of slap egg. That's how I do it. Okay. So S being sloth, L being lust, right? A being anger, P being pride, E being envy, G being gluttony, G being um, greed. I guess you could exchange the Gs. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of... Like I'm looking through these things, there's a little bit of uh, variance. A little bit of variance. So, uh, here's what it's saying: lust, gluttony, Elgy. greed, right. sloth. Uh, let's see here: wrath. So anger. anger you said right, that. Yeah. Right. Doesn't uh, doesn't fit in the acronym. So. Envy. Right. I got it. Envy. Envy. Uh, pride. Uh, come on. Was that all of them? That was seven. Missing one. Might be gluttony. Did you say gluttony? Uh, I, I think know. I said gluttony. A- anyway. All right. Carry on. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> these things come out of the heart. Yes. Right. Yes. And uh, if you are a a a follower of the Apostle Paul, there's much in his writings, his epistles about how he has two laws at work with him at all times. He's got the the spirit, uh-huh. right, and he's got the flesh, right, and law. You know, and so he's got the Holy Spirit leading him to the divine, and he's mm-hmm. got the law of the flesh, which is constantly dragging it back down. to the yep. right so and he does what he does not want to do and he does not want he doesn't do what he wants to do he's it's a constant tension which causes ambivalence in the heart of man right and this is part of the human condition part of how we are um it's, it's part of what creates that's right so this is kind of why we came up with this concept of of dominion was to not get worked up about something that we can't control right i have dominion over my thoughts to the degree that it's up to me, not that I have them, but what I do with them. Yeah. If I allow them to turn into a feeling mm-hmm. and then an emotion, I have not exercised dominion. So yeah. Yeah. it crosses my mind, right? Just for a second. Yeah. For example, hey, I don't get to go to New York. Okay. I'm not the Nantan anymore. Uh, Just for a moment. Sure. Right? You and Slaughter are going to go up there and get lots of attention and boo-hoo me, who's never got any. Oh, yeah, never. Right? Yeah. So, just for a moment. Yeah. Be foolish to deny that. Sure. Right? So... It would be untruthful. I don't have control over that thought. Right. The fact that it entered your head. Don't have it. Came out. It just came. comes from the dark... There it was. My dark, twisted human heart. Yeah. But I have dominion over not whether I let that turn into a feeling... The feeling, so, the, so it, it jumps through there, right. but it, and then if you kind of hold on to it, right, and say, and you know what, so the thought, that makes me upset, or the, that th- make... the thought, uh-huh. right, would be, hey, why aren't you the guy who's going? That's the thought. Okay. Yep. The feeling uh-huh. to me is envy. Right. That's what I'm saying. So envy. Yeah, but 
if I let it happen. That's if you if you held on to that thought, right? Instead of dismissing that right. thought, if you held on to that thought, that's right. when it turns right. into the oh, and you know what? Right. I'm jealous of that. That right. hurts my feelings. That's I right. don't like that. I'm, yeah. I'm envious, right? Yeah. yeah. And then that feeling can give birth to an emotion mm-hmm. of of churlishness or you know i could like be like oh it's no big deal anyway you don't want to come to your stupid party right yeah so you can think of a million things that beset us as men constantly because this is always happening right um you see a good looking woman scantily clad and you have a thought that's a good looking woman scantily clad yes right can turn into an emotion lust Right, I was saying, and I hold on to that a little too long. Right, or feeling lost, yeah. give, give birth mm-hmm. to an emotion, you know, and then you are right, exactly right. Yeah, so that's right where your that's where your dominion is, yeah. right? So I think it's pharisaical to think that it's even possible to eliminate the thought. Well, it's funny, but that isn't that kind of. I mean, like the monks, they tried, know, they tried, it didn't work. Or I'm not, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of different monks who have fair. different methodologies. Yes. Okay, fair. Yes. So, and I think what we traditionally think of, I guess, is sort of that I isolate myself into the middle of nowhere. All I do is meditate all day. You know, because yeah, I'm trying to I, like that kind you know, of thought. I'm a big criticizer of that kind of lifestyle, so it's funny mm-hmm. that I'm going to defend it slightly now. I think that there's an aspect to monasticism, which is to be productive outside of the of the world right mm-hmm. to isolate oneself with other like-minded men mm-hmm. and to eliminate temptation to the degree that it's easier to exercise dominion over thought i, th- I think that could be said fair okay fair yeah. yeah yeah so but um you know what i got three kids and a wife and a law practice and all sorts of stuff so i don't you ain't gonna go out so it's, yeah. it doesn't matter right yeah. it's like well yeah. it's a great idea well can you do it no no right yeah so that's the second category, dominion uh, of dominion, which is the uh, purity of your heart, right? Exercising right. dominion over the purity of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, uh, which is in fact what dropped this week on the website right. that I found along. Now, right. um, I hate to be the big spoiler, but we just do the third one. What? I know. It's okay. The third one is output. Yeah. Right? And that's the integrity of your words and deeds. Right, that's what's coming out of your yeah. mouth, and that's what you are doing. And yeah, your your behavior, whether verbal, physical, right, whatever, right. Yep. That's the that's the dominion. We'll go into this more in length and sure. output next week, next session whenever yeah, that whenever happens that to be. Yeah, because apparently because, I'm going to be in New York. Oh, good for. So we'll go into that more thoroughly. But just to 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 take it up where it is now. Right. If you, as a zebra jockey dedicated to and hardwired to anyway adapt to chaos right uncontrollable circumstance right to stay in motion Mm -hmm. right stay in motion yep rather than try to control things Uh then you would view everything that happens in the world as something outside of your dominion you have no sovereignty at over other than input right heart output yeah and if you do that Think about how much more energized and focused you would be. Freeing. Right. Yeah. And so, because when I didn't do that, now I'm kind of an adapter by nature. Yeah. But I would get mad at controllers Uh and say, you know, why are you trying to do this? Ah, I'm going to fight against you. Right. Statists. Right. Statists. Get mad at them instead of saying they are what they are. Yeah. They're hardwired that way. Right. I can't do anything to control. Uh, someone ironically who's trying to control me <laughs> right right yeah there's yeah. there's nothing i can't turn this around right there's nothing yeah. i was talking to a, a guy a three guys in my building and yesterday or two days ago and he's got a woman who works there and she's pretty high up in, in the organization and i said oh, she's pretty big on covid he goes how'd you know that i said i was walking the, up the stairwell one time and she scolded me for not wearing my mask the reason I was in the stairwell walking is to avoid people in the elevator so I don't have to wear my mask. And I'm like, well, why are you in the... Yeah, look at like COVIDian. If a, yeah, right. come on, man. So I was, yeah. I was angry about it. I did not want to... I do not like being scolded by strangers. Go figure. Probably don't like being scolded much anyway, particularly about something in which I did not believe. That was at a time when I was, you know, after three weeks or so, I was like, this ain't doing anything. Right. So I was willing to don it 
wherever it was mandatory around the people. It's like if the second I was... Yeah, they're like, you can't be in here. And you're like, yeah, eh, fine. Like, you know, going to Poppy's, it yeah. says, you know, masks required. Well, to me, it's the same as shoes required. I don't sure. have to be a devotee of Zapatas to, right. you know, to, to say, recognize that I'll go this to, is a private establishment. Yeah, and you get to rules, set any rules you want, yeah. man. And if your rule is I got to wear, I got to mask up, then I'm willing to do it. Sure. If you I say like to me... Or don't you feel safe? I'm like, not any safer if I felt, if I was looking right. doorknobs, TBH. Right. <laughs> Which but, I was. Right. But here I was outside of that. Right. And I did not like that scolding. Right. Made me angry. Little wrath. Little wrath. So I in there. looked at her and I said, I'll be happy to put my mask on. Thanks for reminding me. That was my adaptation. That's pretty diminutionized. That that's my that was my adaptation yeah. because there was nothing I was going to say in that moment that was going to free me from her desire her, to control her me scorn. Yes, yeah. I mean she's a controller, right? Right. So when she encounters chaos, and COVID was chaos, total for many, yeah, for especially early on, yeah, yeah. for some still. I know. Don't talk about it. <laughs> the response of the controller, the person with a high control impulse is to determine outcomes and direct the actions of others. Right. So we're going to have zero spread of, the, of COVID, you know, so that's what a controller says. Adapter is like, we are? <laughs> Isn't that outside of our dominion? Like it does what like it does? The, yeah, I'm not really sure like, we can control uh, that. Um, virus going to virus kind of thing? Right. right? Oh, yeah. But we okay. say that all the time. So you're going to determine the outcome of that? Okay. And I'm going to direct the actions of others by having them through mandamus, yes. right? The you power, will. The power, the machinations of the governance, you will abide by these restrictions, these mm -hmm. prescriptions and proscriptions. You will fully abide by them. So that's how the controller rolls. And, <laughs> and we looked at that too and went, you sure? You sure? <laughs> now, we, I'm saying it, you know, jokingly now, but I was filled with anger for just a few uh, years. Uh, <laughs> two, I guess. Ish, give or take. Uh, and when I, we know I was going through that, it was you know burdensome. Does yeah. But you know, a few chapters ago, we talked about adversity, mm -hmm. right? Those obstacles get placed in our path. Those things that we have to climb over. Conditions, they, baby. They make us more durable, right? Yeah, it's the whole point. They make us more durable. It is the whole point. So, um, and this is you know going through that is what caused me to sit down and analyze all that. And came up with this idea of dominion because I realized if I didn't, that I was going to end up in prison or, you know. Yeah, kicked off more Twitter of a, or something more or of alienating, a, yeah. More of a social pariah than I already am. <laughs> so. Why do you think, Pax, why do you think that Dren's wife, as wonderful and amazing. Hashtag blowtorch. Blowtorch. <laughs> why do you think she takes him to all these like debutante balls? Yes, it's for the girls. Sure. I think she's trying to bump him into some culture. Here I, she's trying to get me right. Yeah, she's trying. It's working. So, <laughs> you know, I sat down and I analyzed that and I said, yeah. okay, here is, here is true chaos, right? It's yeah. either a Nassim Tlaib black swan. Right. Might be. Could be. Or it's just another thing. Turned Could, out, just another just thing. Just another thing. Just another thing. Yep. And the degree to which you realized it wasn't a black swan or the time it took you to get to just another thing right. kind of dictated how you rolled, right? Yeah. It took me seven minutes. Right. Right. And took checkpoints a year and a month. Yeah. It's just how you... No, no, it's, it is. It's just your hardwiring, man. It is. We talked about that just uh, when we were talking the other night on the phone about uh, our kids. And I was like, I look back and I go... Did I do this to you? And you're yeah. like, come on, man. You know better than nope, that. Nope, you know like, better than just, that. They're just, they're right. wired how they're wired. Right. And that's how we all are to right. some degree. But the point is. It would be unadaptive. Yeah, I was Boom. just going to say it. Say it. Yeah. Sorry. Boom. No, no, that's exactly it, right? It would be silly of us to look at and go and to do anything other than say, well, this is how I came. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, I can either try and, you know, force myself to be this thing that I'm not, or I can just learn what I am. To so great a degree that I know all the adaptations that I need to be as effective as humanly sure. possible in, That's right. in every situation. Right. right. Yeah. Rapid and necessary yeah. change to stay in I was, motion, baby. I was telling a, a Blade the other day, I said, you know, and I, I think I may have mentioned it on here before, and, and so forgive me if I'm repeating myself, right, Pax? But I uh, I said, you know, you can you can kind of look at all this stuff one of two ways, Biggin. You can either look at this as a thing that is happening to you or a thing that was given to you. That's a great way to look at it. And I said, 
the more you look at this and say, well, this, these things are happening to me, you're going to run around wasting a lot of time and energy saying how unfair the world is. Yep. But as soon as you look and say, I think these things might have been given to me yep. so that therefore I, A, can overcome them, learn how to have dominion and use this God-given agency that I have in a righteous way. Yep. And I don't mean righteous in a moral judgment. I mean in a, in a effective way, in an in a, uh, upstanding way, right? Um, to toward uh, advantage, if you will. Certainly. So I can do that, or I can, you know, crumble into a ball and, you know, cry and, and kick and scream and wail and gnash teeth and, and all the other things, right? But these things were given to me so that I can overcome them to become what I'm supposed to become, and then also so that I can take that pain and take that, that durability and all those things that I gain from overcoming the obstacles and turn it out to bless the life of another man. There you go. Yep. That's, 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 it. that's what it is. Welcome to the jockey world, friends. That's why Zebra Jockeys uh, are valuable members of the community or any organization or group because they're capable of doing that, right? So what is it we say we're moving towards anyway? So it's like, so an adapter is highly adept at making rapid necessary changes to stay in motion yeah. toward advantage, right? So to whatever it right. is you say you do here, right? I, I am not exceedingly proud I'm not proud at all. As a matter of fact, I'm somewhat ashamed of my poor leadership through COVID. But uh, now okay. that I'm behind it, I look back and I'm like, I had reached a point, I think, in my leadership journey, mm-hmm. my practice of leadership, mm-hmm. where I had, you know, I'd written a couple books about it. Right. Started a men's leadership group. You may have heard of it. It's yes. called F3. <laughs> I started a law firm. I felt like I'd yeah, have some God. positive impact, helped other men find advantage. Right. And in the midst of that, I dropped this blob of adversity that was so gooish, I couldn't, mm. you know, I and, I and I'm looking back on it now, I'm going, that's what I needed to get better. Yeah. Narrator. We, we Dredd looked, is saying that COVID was for him to, no. No, I, but... I, but you you looked at it as this thing that was happening to you, right? These all these look at what these people are doing. This is so idiotic. All this stuff, right? I mean, this, that's how I looked at yeah. it, right? These things that were happening to me versus going, oh, okay, this must be. And this this is such a necessary element of faith. This is something else I was trying to explain to again the other day. Such a necessary element of faith. And the the greatest thing I did this year, and maybe the worst mistake I made, was uh, choosing a word of the year as submission. Uh, and when I say that, I meant submission. I told you to do Submit. that. Well, I, okay, so that's you. A good point. <laughs> he didn't tell me to do that. No, I didn't. Um, but uh, in, in other, you know, but the, in reference to submission to God, right? Not in submission to you know, sure. rules or whatever. But um, and and so I was, you know, I was telling this guy, and I was like, you know, the the oh crap, I lost my thought because we joked around. But um, sorry. I'll, no, it's okay. I'll edit that out. But give me a second. I like what you're saying about submission. Because I think about... Oh, I got it, I got it. It's such a necessary element of faith because if I truly do trust, if I actually do believe that there is this eternal, all-knowing being, right? and I do actually believe that he is, in fact, my father, from him I was created, right? right. And if I do actually believe all of these things, right, sent his son, all that stuff, then I, I have really very little choice in the matter except to say... Well, then it must be sent to me as the next thing for me to overcome and the next thing to do so that I can bless his children. There's, I don't have other, there's, he doesn't really leave a lot of room outside of that. You are not the author of of that story. You are a participant (laughs) in it, right? Right, right. You know, and so I also, submission is one of the areas of my daily prayer exercise. And I say, I make a step in my prayer system i make a statement and i make a request and in between i have a piece of scripture for every day of the week yeah so for submission you know i say um it is through my obedience that i ref- i show my love for you so i say to god yeah statement yep then there'll be a piece of scripture that has something to do with obedience right, right. uh does that change or is it kind of the same every day it's different okay yep. for seven days yeah yeah so every tuesday is the same every you know got it okay and then the third th- thing i do is i make a request you know, um, help me, I say, help me to be more obedient today. So it's a triple S a, a statement, a, a, a statement, statement scripture, scripture supplication. Su- oh, oh, okay. So 
I know everything with me has got to be like. No, no, no. It's, it's how you remember all that stuff. I guess I'm I always know. amazed you can remember all that crap, and then Whoa. I realize, oh, you categorize. You're like I, a, I, the Dewey Decimal System I, up there between like, your ears. Sometimes I think I'm smart. And sometimes I think I'm just like a robot. But I mean, the that, you that's are what, brilliantly pragmatic. That's what works for me to do it that way. Right. So, and I do my triple S for for submission, and I call it submission. Yeah, yeah. Obedience, right. Yeah. I call it to, to, to submit. Right. Right. And uh, I was uh, counseling one of my blades who's not a believer recently, and he was reading the Bible, and he was saying, um, I, I encourage him to read the Bible. And he, he was saying, well, I don't like it. It's, how do you, I don't, under, I, how do you get past all the contradictions? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> first of all, the way I did it, uh-huh. These guys are remarkably like me. I said, he was telling me some things. And I was like, everything you just asked me, if I could find my old you know, journals, right. they would be in there. I know I thought those things. Yeah. I said, so yeah. what you're going through is no different than what I'm through. Those are all good, legit questions. How do I know? Because I had them. Right. So uh, I said, step one to resolving the contradictions in the Bible is to read the entire thing. Because when I read the entire thing, I was like, oh. Yeah. Bigger it, story here than well, just those little it's pieces. Kind of like reading a, a mystery novel in which you got to get to the end till all the little threads get tied up. Yeah, yeah. That's how I. It's I, the I ultimate Dan Brown novel. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing was, I also realized I told them that the contradictions I realized that I thought existed were not contradictions in who God told me He was. Like he said one thing and he wasn't that. There mm-hmm. were contradictions between who God told me he was and who I demanded him to be. Mm. That was the contradiction. And when I got to the end of the Bible and I reflected on it and prayed, I re- he opened my eyes to that truth. That's, that, that's strong. That it wasn't him, it was me Yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And now, even when I see something that I don't understand or like I can, I can recall that, that you know, this is yeah. This thing doesn't seem to jive with doesn't seem to, and I don't need to know every single answer. Sure, I don't need to have. Well, and that's the you know that's the why beautiful if thing. Noah was one, the one righteous man, why is it that he's drunk and naked after they? I mean, <laughs> you know. So when I read right. that first time, I was like, well, then he isn't righteous. That's a contradiction. Now, of course, I realize at the end, I'm like, the struggle against sin is never ending. Right. Like so, you know, if you read. Uh, Genesis, story of the flood, or take Abraham, right? Abraham is told by God that that Sodom is going to be destroyed. Right. And he, because there's no righteous men there, and he bargains with God. He says, well, if I could show you uh, uh, 50 righteous men, right? And he's like, all right, 50. like, God bargains? (laughs) But anyway, so he gets down to Lot, right? His nephew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um... Lot is busy trying to keep the angel from being raped by the sodomites by offering up his virgin daughter in their stead. He's like, okay, that's bizarre. (laughs) Then he gets out of there, and his wife turns to a pillar of salt merely for turning back. back. But then then engages in sex with his own daughters when he's drunk. Yeah, it's bizarre. You know, I was like, that was the righteous guy that... Yeah, this 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 is the one you're saving Sodom for. Like what the <laughs> Ah Lachaim. <laughs> you know, it's like it doesn't you know, so that's why I say you gotta read the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you get to the end, and you're like, well, this is the story of the human condition. We are some fallen and broken people. Yeah. And even I mean, it really is Noah was not the righteous in the sense of he approached the right, purity he did of Jesus. Everything, yeah. He was just as righteous as it was for the moment right well, you know what the thing is, and this was something that came out you know uh christ says and and at different times you know says be therefore perfect kjv yeah uh even uh you know even as your father in yeah. heaven is perfect right. right and and someone said once and i thought this was a really uh, good way of looking at it is when he says you be perfect he doesn't mean you be a, a xerox copy of god because that's not possible no what he's saying is you be as perfect as you 
personally have been created to be because that's all God is doing. In his, he is being in his image. Right. He is being as perfect as he is as he is right. and he is perfectly perfect and you are broken perfect. Right. Right. So if right. you're if you're doing the absolute best you can in the circumstances you've been given, then by golly, you know why why wouldn't we give you some grace there and say I mean, otherwise why the heck did he hang on the cross and die and get Doesn't, resurrected? None of that makes any sense. No point. Right. No point. And that's, you know, that was instrumental. Not that, now I don't want to take this down too far down a path, but this is a, it, it is related to dominion in the sense that I had lots of negative, uh, negative and bad thoughts uh, about my father right? growing up and even into my, you know, married years and all that kind of stuff. And somewhere along the way, and without going into the great details of how that all kind of happened and the way my heart changed, but the recognition of saying, you know, Maybe it's possible. I don't know if it is or it isn't, right? But I'm going to hold the thought. Maybe it's possible that he he was doing the best he absolutely could with what he had. Yep. And so it was a critical element in in forgiveness of him and in seeking his forgiveness of me because I had to go up and ask him because sure. I had I mean because I had totally abused my dominion <laughs> by taking all these thoughts turning them into horrible feelings and then really really bad behavior you know my output was was terrible sure. you know with regard to him well that's the and that was the thing I said I wanted to put off for later right. was the how these things are connected sorry so, I didn't mean to spoiler it no no it's yeah. actually perfect entree so if you don't exercise dominion over your input right then it makes it very difficult to exercise dominion over your heart. Yeah. And if you're not exercising dominion over your heart, your output is going to be bad. Right. I would even go so far as to say that it is impossible. If you are not disciplined in your input, you 100% will get the output according. Probably in dynamic measure. Uh, yeah. Probably. Right? Probably. Just guessing. Probably. Yeah. Like yeast. Bad yeast. Bad yeast. You know, yeast is my one word. Yeah. And, you know, there's four or five passages about yeast in the Bible. Four of them are bad. Right. The yeast of the Pharisees. <laughs> the yeast of the Pharisees. Yeah. <laughs> the leaven. Yeah. But, like, I like that because things can be both good and bad as they are used, right? It's funny that you say it. We, we taught this lesson maybe three weeks ago to our youngest, who is, as you well know, a baking machine. And knows of yeast. Oh, she does know of yeast. And She's, because she speaks in King James Tone, she says, of yeast ye know. <laughs> that's a, Thouest. That's a little more Yoda than it is King James. But <laughs> regardless, it, but, uh, yeah. yeast ye know. Of yeast. <laughs> Rising shall be. Yes, baking you will. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, she she's making bread for Sunday dinner. You know, twelve years old, right? Because, yep, like you do, well, like any good F cam. I always F cam's always all the all the pioneer, bread. yeah. Um, but uh, and the yeast had apparently uh, gone bad. But she went ahead and followed the whole process to the end. And let me tell you something: uh, unleavened bread, gross. That's <laughs> it was really That's why gross. only the Jews will eat it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They eat it because they're so austere. Well, they have punishment. to suffer. Yeah, it's atonement. Yeah, right. This is horrible. Why? Yeah, You're atoning because that's why. Yeah, and and so we really we took the opportunity. Was my point? We took the opportunity to say, you know, yeah, funny story, honey. Right. You know, here's this all these you know let's talk about yeast and spreading it and right. how it's supposed to go and and you know just a little is needed and blah blah blah. Right. You know, and and she's like, yeah, because this bread is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. Yeah. So, so when I triple S these things in the morning, because the the dominion is part of my yeah prayer. Oh segment. yeah. So uh, input, I say statement. Father, you have given me dominion over the wholesomeness of what I deposit into my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I read a, a scripture for that, and mm -hmm. I say, please send the Holy Spirit to give me help doing it. Yeah. Because that, that, that you can get lost in this and say, well, I have dominion, so it's on me. I got this. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, no. My expectation is not that I can do it on my own. <laughs> right. It's just that I'm granted. It's like being the cue. Yeah, okay, it is right. like being I don't the have cue. to do the thing. I right. just am responsible for the outcome That's of right. the thing. That's right. So um, that that's what I do with that, yeah. and then I've I've been doing that for about a year and a half, I think, mm. and uh, it's kind of, it's really helped me, yeah, to do it that way because now I'm I'm just focused on those three things. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Right, and I can look at it every day, and I just of course because I have to do it this way. I do a prayer AAR, so I have a <laughs> sustain and needs improve, right? So how do I do it with my yeah. queen? 
you know, today was sustained. Yesterday was sustained. Look at yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sustained. Okay, good. Sustained, right. Yeah. And uh, that's you know, what the heck? Oh yeah, no, no. I, I. That's uh, where I, I got, got the idea. A, I'd gotten in a good habit for a while there, writing a weekly AAR of my life. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of got out of the habit, but it it's it makes a big difference. Makes, makes, makes a, big, a big, difference. big difference. So um, that's the point of dominion. And I think I want to spend some more time next time we uh, convene, mm-hmm. specifically talking about output. Yeah, no, I think that and that would taking be good. up the issue of hypocrisy and what that what that role what role that plays mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, so I think that would be instructive. Before we close, yeah, I wanted to relate to you that. Uh, of course, I listened to Wilson's. This Wilson's forty-three expert, feet, yeah, which is Wilson. He comes up with great stuff. He pointed out this was live right, no leave right uh-huh. this week, and he pointed out that uh, Attila the Hun had a Q source. Oh, I haven't listened to it this week. So, yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. And he and he paralleled. He said something like. Uh, dread has dread has invented nothing but simply taken up what was originally instigated by Attila Hun, something like that. So and, funny. I, and and he and he related it all. Uh huh. He's like a good Hun does this, like we would say a virtuous leader. Yeah. You know, man, that's that OMW baby. Oh man, that old was, man wisdom. It was good. I love it. Yeah. But then again, but then the episode was not. I wasn't in it. It was you and Kitty. Uh, and okay. it was interesting to listen to two other guys do this. Yeah. It's not the only one. Sure. But you talked at length about uh, having discovered your ULP, your ultimate life problem. Oh, is it consistent? Uh, I think so. You said that it it was men abusing their authority within organizations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd so, say that uh, I've, I've massaged it a little since then to be a little more refined, but yeah. yeah. But I yeah. mean, I've heard you say that before. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, my ULP is dormant male community leadership. And yeah. you talked about something that I've said, which is that it's, I, you actually, I, you said, well, Dredd says it's easy. Finding out your ULP is easy. And both you and Kitty seem to be dubious about that. I, I, I think it's easy in a sense that uh, if you will admit it to yourself, yeah, what you can't not do, I, right? What yeah. you can't not ignore. Yeah, yeah. I can easily ignore men abusing their power and authority with organization. <laughs> to me, that's very close to a condition. Sure. And uh, that's why I've refined mine a little bit. But yes. But no, I'm not criticizing. Oh no, no I, I know you're not. I'm just and saying. I, that I, was, I know, but so, I, it yeah. brought home to me the fact that here's you being focused on that or whatever the refined version of yeah. that is, just far different than you know what I'm focused on, and uh, how. That's how kind of God sets it up, right? Yeah. I mean, um, how you bring about advantage to the groups to which you belong by um, influencing mm-hmm. men to not engage in that kind of behavior. Right. Right? So, so the, for the betterment of the organization, right? Yeah. yeah. So we say that the controller sees what is, rejects it, uses mandamus, the power of the state yep. or the governance of the organization. Yeah to bring about what he says should be. Yes. That's the controller. Right. In polit- political realm, that becomes a statist, right? Right. Statist, right? right? Whereas the adapter says it is what it is. Right. But it is not what it could be and uses influence to reach yeah. that and, state. And I might be able to do something about that. Right. I might be able to help you. Yeah. So the could be isn't mine. Yeah. It it's, has it's, to be yours. It's outwardly focused. Right. It has to be yours. Yeah. So... What I think should be is irrelevant as yeah. a as an adapter, right? You know, so well in in a, in the grand scheme, there is no should be. I mean, there's a there's God's will be, right? I just made that up. That's, oh no, I read it somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going with made it up. I don't know, um, but we don't know, right? So, uh, the, so I want to give you an example. You know, I'm like onto this yard sign utopian thing, which uh-huh. is. I guess that's not zebra jockey, that's minivan centurion, but this idea where you make these proclamations, make these demands, and then right. you put up a yard sign either right literally or virtually, you however you yeah. do that, right? And I'm not saying if you've got one in your yard, it makes you a bad guy or anything. No. But it. But no, if no. you don't do anything and that. Right. If that, if that is the end right. of your right. involvement. That's, a, that's hashtag stand with you. No, physically standing with you is standing with you. So, right. So 
I believe that all Americans should speak English. Sure. I, th- I think we yeah, should okay. have that, yeah, right? Okay. I'm not, I don't have a yard sign that says that. Right. It's not on my Twitter handle. Right. No, no bumper sticker. Yeah. No, I don't have yeah. a t shirt that says that. Um, English only, please. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, but I, and the reason I believe that yeah. is not because I think English is the mo- I think it's the prevailing language of America. It's, the, it's our foundational language. No, and, it, and, and it's only by speaking one, one language can we hope. Yeah. To be one people. Yeah. Right. So it's critical. In a similar way, if I moved to uh, some country in South America, it would kind of be incumbent upon me, I think, to learn that language if I planned to make sure my residence there. Sure. Yeah. So I believe this. Yeah. It's a strong belief, mm-hmm. loosely held, because I'm an andist. Can be persuaded. Uh, you could persuade me otherwise. Um, it is not what it is because we have many people here mm-hmm. speaking mainly. Mm-hmm. Spanish, sure. If oh, they're yeah. not speaking English, um, I don't would not seek to enforce some sort of law through mandamus or something like that to try to make them speak right. English. I right. don't. A, I don't think it would work, and B, I think that's a very statist thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I reject it. So rather than that, because I think it would be to their advantage, sure, to to learn English. It's what could be, okay. To influence them to do that, maybe, and my part could be to teach them. Sure. And the only way I could do that is to learn their language first. Ah, si, senor. So that's a big part of why I'm doing it. Interesting. Right? Because... I thought you were just heading back to Peru and wanted to be prepped. So part of it is that. Another part of it is um, I... Believe it's good for my brain to learn. Oh, yeah, yeah. But a, a big part of it is because I believe so strongly in our culture, American culture, and our American culture is very closely tied to our our language. Yeah. And I don't I don't believe that we can truly be one people mm-hmm. if we don't share that same language, right? I mean. Kind of indicates in the Bible like that, right? I mean, when he confounded the languages at the tower, that's Babel, right? right? He didn't. So, yeah. if you look at um, Genesis eleven six, which is the scripture for um, lexicon, like la- oh, language, okay. the mm-hmm. lexicon yep. of virtuous yep. leadership, mm-hmm. right? Which is the F two, the second foundational Q point. If you happen to be following if you along, to, well, we hope you do. <laughs> so, F two, uh-huh. right, is the lexicon of virtuous leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, Genesis eleven six. Um, the Lord said, right, if as one speak, people speak in the same language, then anything they plan to do, nothing they plan to be impossible for them. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. They accomplish anything. So uh, I think that's important. In Spanish, that would be F, dos, right? Oh, it would be F, A, dos. F, yeah. dos. Idioma. Si. El lexicon del liderazgo idioma. Mm. Genesis 11, CS, Ise Dio, Todos forman un pueblo y todos hablan un idioma. Esto es el comienzo de sus obras y todo el que, y todo lo que se propongan lo podrán lograr. I memorized it in Spanish. I see that. So, um, that's some solid output. That's the first time I ever said it out loud to somebody. Yeah. So in my own little brain, when I'm working on it, it's smoother. Yeah. But that, I think that's pretty close to right. I think I messed up the last part a little bit. Okay. But in Spanish, it's slightly different. Sure. So, Ise Deo, it is said. Uh-huh. Um, and then the second part is todos el formen, all who form. Right? Everyone forms. Uh-huh. Like un pueblo, one people. Yeah, one, yeah. Y hablan uno uh, one one language, language. Uh-huh. idioma, right. right, and speaks one language, right. As to us, this this is solo el comienzo, the beginning, only the beginning, de sus obras of their works. Huh. Slightly yeah, yeah. different. Slightly right? different, but right. yeah, conceptually. That's right. Yeah. Right. So it's pretty cool, right? So um, there's a several Hispanic ladies who work at Poppies, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, trotting out my bad Spanish on to help me. <laughs> So one of them do they, do they suffer you well? Yeah. So That's one good. of them I called over yesterday and I said, um, 
I wanted to tell you something. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay. And uh, I told, I recited F Uno. Okay. Disruption. Disruption. Yeah. Uh, ruptura. Okay. Ruptura, like disturbance of the status quo. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, perturbation del status quo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I recited it, the whole thing to her. And she was like, what is that? I said, do you read the Bible? She said, see, see. I said, it's from the Bible. And she's like, where? And I showed her. And I showed her on my iPad where it came from. Yeah. She was like, she goes, but what did God mean by that? Oh, wow. And we got into this like five-minute conversation of half Spanish, half yeah. English about what that meant. And this woman from Guatemala, I think, mm-hmm. um, who you know gives me my bagel every morning. Right. And I walked out of there and I wanted to cry. Why? Because I felt like I was obedient. Because I felt the Lord urging me to go in this direction. Yeah. To, to call her over and to, to, to have that Well, first to learn it, right? Sure. Sure. So yeah. First I learned their names. And then, oh, yeah. And then, you know, when I just could greet them and then I'm trying harder to do more with it. And, um, you know, this is what I learned when I was Green Beret. You learn the language of the people you're going to serve mm-hmm. because that's... That's step one to build rapport, and it is true, yeah. right? You know, e- even our our best though very poor attempts are met with, I mean, relish. I think learn knowing it's, it's very honoring knowing someone's name. Sure, yeah, yeah, for sure, and that. using it, yeah, and then heck, trying to speak their language. That's what I meant. Like, yeah. I say, I always make sure I, like when I'm hanging up the phone or something like that, you know, whatever. And I'm right. like, I always try and make sure I say right. the person's name as often as possible. But I'm saying you've gone so far. Like when you try to learn a person's native language, right? that is, I mean, even if it's just a hatch job, like it would be if I was trying to, you know, <laughs> to, to do it. Yeah. Like they, they, I know this. I mean, they look and they go that like, they just feel so honored and loved and seen and cared for. And right. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. So not her, but one of the other girls that worked there said to me, cause she'd been there for so long. She's like, Oh, so you're going back to Peru. I said, yeah. And she goes, that's why you're learning language. I said that I have another reason. She said, what? I said, cause you're here. Mm. And you know, I sincerely yeah. meant that. Yeah. So, um, I know we can get into these political debates. Sure. We can about whether or not the border is closed or whether or not, it's okay for the governor of Florida to send people to Martha's Vineyard. But my criticism of the people of Martha's Vineyard was if you say you really care. Uh-huh. As right? your art sign indicates. As your art sign indicates. I would say you would have to do at least one thing in furtherance of that statement. Yeah. And they're not the only, and I've been guilty of it in my life sure. too. But those things about which we really care, right? Yeah that are outside our control, mm-hmm. right? Your concern for, I guess you'd call them boss bullies or organizational bullies, sounds like. It could be family, it could yeah, be anywhere, right. but yes. My concern for dormant male community leadership, that should, if the Bible is to be taken seriously, that our faith should, like James, right? It should manifest itself in good works. Obras. Ob- obras. Obras buenas. buenas. Obras buenas, right? Yeah. It should, if we are, if we are obedient. Yeah. If we are, if we are, right? If, if we if, are, if, if we are to submit, right? And those things, he calls us to love and care for those around us, particularly the, those who are the poorest among us. And if we really mean that, yeah. if, you, if we really are submissive to that, right? All you have to do is say, Lord, I think this is what I want. And then prepare yourself prepare, bigger because right. he is going to throw That's stuff right. in your path constantly. So it's no shock or surprise to me now yeah. that I'm looking out at that F3 map. I looked at it today because I'm going <laughs> to find a workout. I'm going, I'm going to lead a workout guest only tomorrow. So I was like, where am I going? Yeah. So I looked at yeah. the, the map and I blew right. it up. The world like, is red, begging. Man, it's just crazy. Yeah. And now that it's going to other countries and you're going to New York City and Every time we do that, you yeah. know, we're getting more publicity um, for what we're doing, right? Uh-huh. But always being ever mindful that 
we can't control. It's going to go where it goes. There's going to be what we view as failures. We're going to think that. Sure. There's going to be successes and all that. Yeah. But I, I firmly believe, and that's why I wrote those three chapters, that those outcomes are not for us to determine. And the actions of others are not for us to control. No. All we can do is exercise the dominion over the things that we that are ours to exercise dominion over. That's it. And then attempt to influence the things around us as best we can. That's it. And 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 be willing to accept whatever comes. Yeah. It ain't easy. Yeah, man. It ain't easy. So I wish you uh, Godspeed and safe travels. Thank you. Up to uh, up to NYC. Thank you. Looking forward well. to seeing you and slaughter. I have a giant television friendly head. Yes, you do. Yeah, but it's really a face that's for radio. <sighs> you know, it's a good thing that this here is a podcast. It is. It is. You've been listening to the Minivan Centurion. If you liked it, share it, rate it, and review it. Then join us every week while we talk about what it's going to take to fulfill our duty as men and leaders. You were made for these times. The road will be rough, but you're up to the task. You don't fight alone. You fight alongside Centurions. Centurions.